Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports and it way that he can. It's Mike Francis From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this summary May 20th. A busy day, a lot to get to. We have Kepka and the PGA. We have the Preakness uh, with War Will. We got the Yankees uh, moving into first place and now going to visit uh, Disneyland, which is Baltimore, for a couple of days. It is when you go play a team with the kind of talent the Orioles have. And then uh, on top of everything else... We have the Mets. Uh, the Mets general manager, Brody Van Wagner, will join me right now, scheduled for right around 5 o'clock. Uh, he will be holding a press conference, my understanding, before that, uh, and then uh, we will get a one-on-one with him at uh, 5 o'clock this afternoon. Um, uh, I wouldn't look for any major changes right now. I don't think they're going to be any. Uh, I think it's going to be more philosophy thing than anything else. At least that's what I'm hearing so far. So I don't expect anything major. Um, but let's be honest, this has come completely apart for the Mets. I mean, when you get swept by a team that was playing 240 baseball, 240 baseball, and they embarrass you the way the Mets were embarrassed this week with their lack of offense, with the fundamental mistakes and the lack of hustle, the whole Robinson Cano thing. And that's really, you know, last week we talked about this. And we all knew that Mickey was on a very short leash this year. He wasn't hired by the general manager. No one bought into, you know, I never did from day one, this idea we're going to love them up and they're going to, you know, we're going to love the play. I, I don't buy that stuff for a second. I don't like it. I don't buy it. I told you, you know, you've, you guys who've listened to me for a long time know that. But when I looked at it right up until this series, I did not think it was about the manager. I thought it was about the roster and the lack of productivity from this roster. And it was a complete organizational failure, not a managerial failure. But this week, to be fair, this was a very bad weekend for Mickey. Number one, the fundamentals weren't there. Number two, they did not move a muscle for him. And then number three, when he was put in a very bad light by his star player who has been terrible this year, and that's Robinson Cano, he did not react. As a matter of fact, he looked terrible in making excuses for him. He looked weak 
and making excuses for him. He should have dragged Robbie out of the game. That is not a question in my mind. I know most people, I don't even know how anybody would argue it. He should have been pulled out of the game. He did it not once, he did it twice. Okay, Robbie's struggling. I'm sure Robbie's going through some stuff he's not used to. We understand that. doesn't make any excuse. You got to go out there and you got to set an example. You're the leader of this team. You know, this is his team. We knew he had to be the leader of this team. He and Ramos, and they've both been miserable. Robbie's been worse, but they've both been bad. And we're getting to a point where, you know, DeGrom doesn't even want Ramos to catch him. So, that I mean, how much worse can it get than that? you got to use a light-hitting catcher whose ERA and performance that DeGrom has with him is so much different than it is with Ramos. You've got to think of him having his own personal catcher now who can't hit, which you don't want that either. But this thing has turned into a complete mess, and Mickey missed an opportunity. I understand it's not Mickey's way to turn over a uh, you know buffet table and to get in the players' faces, but when your player does not hustle in front of you for two straight games, you cannot make excuses for him and say, well, you know, everything's coming down hard on Robbie. Hey, Robinson can know has grown up in pressure-packed situations. He was playing big-time Yankee baseball long before he ever got here. He is a borderline or, you know, right on the verge of being a Hall of Fame player. He has gotten paid a, an absolute fortune. He understands winning baseball from losing baseball. He was brought up on it the right way. For him to pull those stunts are completely unacceptable. He embarrassed himself, he embarrassed the team, and the manager embarrassed himself and embarrassed his organization more by not having the guts to confront him and to bench him, which is what should have happened. Now it's too late. If you come out today with, oh, Robinson Cano is not in the lineup tonight, all it looks like he did was react to the media. And that you know the fans are going to have their say this evening when he comes up to the plate. And you know that there's, you know, a tough pitcher pitching, so you're giving him a day off. You know, that doesn't work either. On all those levels, it doesn't work. You missed your opportunity. So I'd make him go out there and play against Corbin this evening because, and take it from the fans because he's, he deserves that. I think the wrong thing to do tonight is take him out of the lineup. I think if you take him out of the lineup, it just shows you don't have a clue. Because you missed your opportunity. Now let the fans have at him. Now let them have at him. Because if Brody stands up there at 345 and says, you know, we're suspending Robinson Cano for two days, or, you know, he's not in the lineup for a couple days, it looks like all you're reacting to is the criticism. And that looks even worse than doing nothing. You missed your opportunity. You weren't there. You weren't present to do what needed to be done when it happened. Now you can't do it. If you do, it's even worse than if you didn't do it. Nothing's going to be gained by that. All right, you could go sit. You could go have a chat with Robbie. I'm sure. I mean, I hope somebody had a chat with him. And nobody even has to. He knows. He's probably shocked that somebody didn't pull him out of a game. He knows better than anybody. This guy's been around. This guy's played a gazillion games in his life. 
And he understands about playing. I mean, he played in infield with some of the great players in baseball history. He played on one of the great infields of all time. So we know he knows what's right and what's wrong. You don't have to tell him, but you know what? You got to show him, and they didn't. And they got to get up there today when they have their press conference and when Brody has his press conference. And he's got, and listen, I understand he doesn't have a blockbuster, a blockbuster trade for anybody on May 20th. But he can't say, well, we, you know, we feel like we're right there and we still believe this is a great team. Yeah, that, that's not going to hunt. It's not going to work. Nobody's going to buy that. This team is floundering terribly. It needs at least something to shake it up. And if these guys don't have enough respect in themselves or enough respect in their manager to at least go out there and play some baseball. And listen, you can't tell me that these pitches are that good, that you have that kind of production and those kind of outs. I mean, come on. No one's buying that either. Nobody's that bad. And they're a dreadful team. I mean, they were they had 10 wins on the season before Mets hit Florida. 10 wins. I don't want to hear they're improving. They're not improving. They stink. And the Mets have been awful now for a long time. And this looks so much like last season, it's almost scary. And if you let it fester, it'll go to 10 under 500. The season will be over, and it'll be back to the same stuff. They can't not act. But they have to act in the right way, and it has to be genuine, and it can't just be reactionary to the criticism. I mean, they know they had to do something here, but if you're looking for some big wholesale you know, changes in this team, A, it's too early for trade. We know that. And B... Everything, I, every feeling you get is that they're not right now decided to jettison the manager. And I don't even think that was the worst part. On, like I said, we had calls about this last week. And fans always, listen, the fans want to fire the manager on opening day when he doesn't win. Oh, we understand that. That's always everything. I mean, we went, we, I've gone through that with, I don't care if the manager was Tory, I don't care if the manager was, manager was Girardi, I don't care who the manager was. We've gone through that forever with any manager. Good ones, bad ones. I understand that. And Mickey has not shown you in the least bit that he's a good manager. Because you have to be able to command your team. And the idea, this looks like a soft clubhouse. It looks like a place where you can get away with anything. And that's a bad sign if it is. And Mickey set that tone from when he got the job. And he talked about this, oh, well, you know, you got to understand your players and show them how much you love them. Oh, really? Since when? I've never been on board on that, and I think it's the wrong tone. And so far with him and this team, it's been the wrong tone. I know as Met fans, you're at the brink. I understand that. I understand you're watching as the Yankees with a, with a million injuries and a bunch of no names and all the things they're doing, you know, zoom in the first place, coming from behind to win games. Blowing out, the, beating the Rays four out of six over two weeks. 
moving into first place, 11 games over 500, the whole deal, I understand that. While your team is just falling into oblivion and losing to teams that are, at the time, 10 and 31 when you get to town. And they win three straight games. They were 10 and 31. That's 24% of the season they were winning. One out of, less than one out of every four games. And they won three games in a row and embarrassed you the last two games. Simply embarrassed you. A Brody will talk. That'll happen. Obviously, we'll get some calls in on this. We'll get to all the other stuff, and then we'll have Brody. So it's a busy show. We'll get it all rolling right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 